What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Grace and peace to all. I'm Pastor Jackie King from New Faith Community, a United Methodist New Church initiative in Houston, Texas. Listen to the Advent devotional by Phyllis Wiesman for the first Sunday of Advent. On this first Sunday of Advent, light the first purple or blue candle symbolizing hope or promise. Genesis 1 verse 26 through 31 reads simply, verse 26 through 31 then God said let us make man in our image in our likeness and let and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air over the livestock over all the earth and over all the creatures that move along the ground so God created man in his own image and in the image of man of God he created him male and female he created them God blessed them and said to them be fruitful and increase in number fill the earth and subdue it rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground then God said I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit will seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds of the air and all the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Adam and Eve were the first people created by God. God gave them a beautiful place to live called the Garden of Eden. God told Adam and Eve that they could eat from any tree in the garden except the tree of knowledge of good and evil. One day a serpent appeared to Eve and tempted her to pick a piece of fruit from the forbidden tree. The snake told Eve that by eating this fruit she would become as wise as God. Not only did Eve take a bite of what is often thought to be an apple, she also encouraged Adam to partake as well. God became very angry. Adam and Eve knew that they had done wrong and they tried to hide. But God knew where they were and told them to leave the garden forever. When the flagering human race disobeyed its creator, sin became part of their lives and ours. Yet God, their creator, did not give up on them. Humanity received the promise of a savior.
one who would destroy the deceiver as well as the power of sin to destroy them and their offsprings, which is us. During Advent, as we await the coming of Chris, of Christ at Christmas, we reflect on the fulfillment of God's promises of a Savior made thousands of years ago, and we anticipate the celebration of the gift of Jesus who come, who came to break the power of sin and to give us the assurance of eternal life. The prayer simply is, Second Adam, we thank you for keeping God's promise. We begin this season in anticipation of the long-awaited victory celebration. Amen. It is good to know that we can praise the Lord on this first Sunday of Advent as we anticipate the second coming of Jesus Christ. Can you just say thank you for the love that comes from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Without the love, goodness, mercy, and grace of Jesus Christ, our lives would cease to be worth living. As this reflection stretches us into a mindset of remembrance and anticipation of God's blessings, take a moment to hear the reading of Romans 13, 11-14, and Matthew 24 from the Bible Experience. The prayers of praise and encouragement are based upon readings from the Africana liturgy. As this reflection goes forth, think about what it means to anticipate the goodness of God and also to just see how far we have come by Jesus Christ. Amen. Have you ever wondered about when Jesus really is coming back? Along with trying to determine when Jesus is coming again, think about what it means to just live day by day. Our expressions that we say from time to time and to one another, we say things like, tomorrow's not promised and live one day at a time. These things are often spoken to help us stay out of the future or stay out of the past. Be ready live ready, be ready. Take a moment to listen to scriptural readings from Romans 13, 11 through 14. And do this understanding the present time. The hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us Put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in orgies or drunkenness, not in sexual immorality or debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. Now hear Matthew 24 from the Bible experience. Jesus left the temple and was walking away when his disciples came up to him to call his attention to its building. Master, look. Do you see all these things? Yes, Master. Yes. Yes. Truly I tell you, not one stone here will be left on another. Every one will be thrown down. 
As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? Hmm. Watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, claiming, I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But whoever stands firm to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. So when you see standing in the holy place the abomination that causes desolation, spoken of through the prophet Daniel, let the reader understand. Then... Let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let no one on the housetop go down to take anything out of the house. Let no one in the field go back to get their cloak. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. Pray that your flight will not take place in winter or on the Sabbath, for then there will be great distress, unequaled from the beginning of the world until now, and never to be equaled again. If those days had not been cut short, no one would survive. But for the sake of the elect... Those days will be shortened. At that time, if anyone says to you, Look, here is the Messiah, or there he is, do not believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See? I have told you ahead of time. So if anyone tells you, There he is out in the wilderness, do not go out, or here he is in the inner rooms. Do not believe it, for as lightning that comes from the east is visible even in the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Wherever there is a carcass, there the vultures will gather. Immediately after the distress of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the sky, and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and all the peoples of the earth will mourn. They will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call. And they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. Now, learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out... You know that summer is near. Even so, when you see all these things, you know that it is near, right at the door. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. But about that day or hour... No one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. 
As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding with a handmill. One will be taken and the other left. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So you also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom the master has put in charge of the servants in his household to give them their food at the proper time? It will be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. Truly, I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose that servant is wicked and says to himself, My master is staying away a long time, and he then begins to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with drunkards. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour he is not aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious Father, we come to you today thanking you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. Help me to call upon our Lord for guidance, call upon Jesus Christ for his undying love, and call upon the Holy Spirit for wisdom. Move me behind the cross and allow only your words for your people to come forth. Cover us with your spirit and open our hearts and our ears so that we might receive a word from you. Gracious Lord, nurture us through your word. Teach us to accept the freedom which is granted to us through salvation and release us from fear and unforgiveness so that we may receive your power. O Lord, allow this reflection to add a blessing to all who seek you this day. Let us know that your love is enough. In your precious son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Are you ready yet? Can you hurry up, please? I don't want to be late again today. Think about these statements as daily life expressions that could have been shared in any house across the world. Although we live in the present, the time and the day of Jesus' return would truly be seen as an unknown based upon scriptures that you have heard, including Matthew 24, verse 44, which reads, Therefore you also be ready. The Son for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Hence, this message of hope on the first Sunday of Advent is called Be Ready. Ask yourself, are you ready for life today? Can you just decide right now to be ready? Immediate, immediately a question may come to your mind. What should I be ready for? 
although the answer lies in the second half of the sentence and it reads this for the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect in our day-to-day living sometimes we miss the urgency of being ready that matthew was sharing with the first century christians matthew wanted them to embrace they he wanted them to embrace parousia which is a greek word meaning the second coming of jesus christ as the last and final judgment in this gospel the message is clear don't focus on the unknown time just be ready right now again you may ask what should we be ready for well verse 36 tells us that the day and the hour are unknown verse 39 tells us that noah did not know when the flood when the flood was coming until he actually had entered the ark verse 42 and 44 share the same reminder that we don't know when the son of man is coming back with all these unknown scenarios presented by matthew then why is this passage so important to our overall understanding of jesus's second coming and what does it mean to humanity right now to get even more direct i'll ask each of you this question what does the second coming mean to you what does the second coming mean to you right now in some cases we might respond as first century christians responded to jesus expected return based upon the parable of the fig tree which is in verse 32 through 35 in matthew basically they thought the second coming would come in their lifetime and they stopped working and they began just kind of hanging around in a lifetime or a lifestyle of just waiting to see what would happen for you see the second coming was viewed from humanity's perspective the expectation was for their generation to experience jesus return jesus's return right then but just as we have found they found out that jesus's timeline is different than we think although matthew details the coming of the son of man in verses 29 through 31 commentary writers encourage understanding of the details shared by matthew but cautioned all christians not to rely on predictions about the timing of jesus's return reliance upon jesus for all things is the key to all of us to just be ready knowing that this passage is about jesus's second coming we are celebrating the time of waiting for jesus christ during the season of advent it is enough for us to do nothing more than to expect and anticipate great things that god is doing sometimes we think about is that just enough well i think not in the midst of the unknown lies a heart of knowledge about what jesus expects each of us to do matthew is the gospel writer who tells us that jesus is the son of man the king of kings 
the Messiah, the son of David. And when he returns, he will also be known as the judge. So Matthew deposits in our spirits awareness of the unknown timing that belongs to Jesus and actions of faithfulness which belong to humanity. Jesus tells us to be ready, just be ready, knowing that Jesus will come again and he will make decisions at that moment about eternal life for all of humanity. We just need to be ready. What is known is known and what is unknown today will become clearer when Jesus determines that it's his time to return and it is then he will make it clear and only then. In the mystery of our faith and in the meantime as we think about how Jesus' love mercy and grace has been given unto us we must ask ourselves what shall I do in the meantime to be ready? The answer is simple, but sometimes hard to do. The answer is just be ready. To be ready means to confess our sins to God. To be ready means to accept Jesus Christ as Savior and to forgive one another. To be ready means to serve God with love and to love our neighbors as ourselves. In the end of it all, to be ready for Jesus' Jesus's return is to live ready at all times. For he has promised that he would come, but the timing is unknown. For we know neither the hour nor the day. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at any hour at an hour that you and I do not expect. To be ready is just to live ready. If you want to be ready, saying yes to Jesus Christ as your personal Savior is the first step. This saving grace of God continues to be given unto us as a gift from a loving Messiah who walked on earth as the Son of Man and sits on the right hand of God as part of the Trinity. Jesus' hand is offered to you and to me through love each and every day. His grace is sufficient. His love is overflowing. The abundance of what he's offering us should speak to our heart through a spirit of anticipation. What are we expecting and what are we willing to do? Be ready, live ready, be ready, live ready. Now listen to this prayer called Finding Joy in Unexpected Places by Dr. Fusua. Finding Joy in Unexpected Places When Mary's baby was born, there was joy in unexpected places. Calendars were renumbered, the heavens applauded, and a new star appeared in the sky finding joy in unexpected places the angels sang and the shepherds came running into the town inquiring wise men brought gifts and unwittingly frightened king herod when mary's baby was born 
finding joy in unexpected places. When Mary's baby walked this earth, people came from miles around to sit at his feet and hear the wisdom that could only be heard from a God, from our God, from our God, finding joy in in unexpected places they brought the sick they brought the lame and those who were troubled in their minds the winds and the seas had to obey him because he was Emmanuel God with us formidable demons trembled and ran away screaming when Mary's baby walked upon the earth finding joy in unexpected places when Mary's baby died even the earth was grieved the sun hid its face and refused to shine and the ground staggered and lost its footing sometimes we consider that an earthquake the earth just shook from side to side finding joy in unexpected places Graves opened and saints walked around while Roman soldiers confessed that Mary's baby, Jesus Christ, was the Son of God. Finding joy in unexpected places, but now looks very different. Mary ba- Mary's baby lives again. Finding joy in unexpected places, Mary's baby lives again and is seated in, in the right hand of God in heaven. Mary's baby lives again and is praying for you and is just praying for me. Mary's baby lives again and makes it possible for you and I to have joy. Yes, finding joy in unexpected places. Finding joy in unexpected places. It is my prayer that God's hand of grace, mercy and love, will cover us through all that we must do each and every day. I invite you to consider what it means to you personally to live ready and to be ready. May we go forth in peace to serve. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God be with us always. And may the awareness of the Holy Spirit serve as guide to each step taken on our journeys this day. Know that Jesus will never forsake or leave us, but he is calling us into readiness. Go forth to serve, live ready, be ready. In the name of Jesus Christ, be blessed.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.